Welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook Podcast. Today we're addressing probably man's biggest fear. And that biggest fear is deep down, I may not have what it takes. So, and that could be anything. That could be getting a great body. It could be making the basketball team. It could be making a uh, six-figure salary. Uh, it could be anything. And so many people have that fear. I don't have what it takes. Deep down, I don't believe in myself. I think everywhere, you know, anytime all men have that question to themselves. Yeah, man's greatest fear. And my answer to this is, you're right. Absolutely right. You probably don't have what it takes when you believe that. Goodbye. Close the office door when you leave. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. It's over. You know, there's an old saying, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're probably right. Now, you think of a guy like uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Okay, Dwayne Johnson has achieved massive levels of success. If you ask Dwayne Johnson when he was 16 years old, Dwayne, do you think you will own the XFL? Do you think you're going to be a wrestling superstar? Do no, you think you're not. going to play professional football? Do you think you are going to uh, be Hollywood's biggest star? No, no. A guy like that, you know, he definitely thought he could achieve something good, something decent, something okay. You know, and that's where the football stuff came from. But to this degree, he probably didn't believe that that was possible. No, it was a growth process. Exactly. Right. It was a growth process. Um, so it's the same thing. Like have what it takes for what? Now, I, I think what we do often is we look at some of these superstars and we compare ourselves to them right away. You know. All right. And well, I'm not going to be able to achieve what that guy had because. Well, of course you're not. That guy put in tons of hours. That guy put in tons of years. He had some special gifts. But what about you? So let me ask you something. Have what it takes for what? Have what it takes to get better? Have what it takes to have a better body? Have what it takes to make more money? Do you have what it takes to have more happiness? If the answer is yes to all of those, then you've got a shot. Well, the answer should be yes. It, should, it absolutely should be you yes. Know, if you if you can, you know, ask yourself those questions, the answer is yes. You know, whereas someone asking themselves, "Can I be as successful in soccer as Cristiano Ronaldo?" Something as specific as that, probably not. But you know, something as a better body, more money, you know, more happiness. If you believe that you can achieve those, one hundred percent, yes, you will be able to. Now, I know I've uh, done a bunch of coaching. I've been coaching for, man, over 20 years. I'm talking about actually coaching sports teams. Never mind my personal training clients or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm talking about sports teams. And you've got your guys, 20, 30 guys trying out for the team. And you know there's certain guys that walk onto the court or on the field, and <laughs> they know they're not going to make it. Yeah. They really want to make it, but they know they don't have a shot. I know they don't have a shot. How about you? Yeah, you know, I was just going to brush off on that. It's like the guys that go in there knowing that they're going to make the team, not only that, be a star player on the team or even have a role on the team and dominate, those are the guys that make the team. So you put someone, you know, as example, like he doesn't believe he's going to make the team. It's probably not going to make the team. The answer is right there. You can see in their body language, right? You can see them in their confidence level. So you're a coach. Are you going to take that guy for the team or not? Absolutely not. It's the same goes for a businessman who goes into a meeting. Do I have what it takes to get this job? No. If you're questioning if you have what it takes, you're probably not going to get the fucking job. Right. So it becomes a self-esteem issue and people only achieve up to the level of their own self-esteem. So if you see yourself as a five out of 10, chances are you're going to remain at a five out of 10. That's as simple as it gets.
Definitely. So you take a look at a person who's, um, let's say, fat, and they end up getting super fit. What ends up happening over time is, I'm going to say 95% of the time, they're going to go back to their obesity again. You believe that? Well, it, it happens all the time. I had this one guy, man, he was 260 pounds. He got down to 160, an older guy, right? And uh, he started having some confidence. He started having some belief in himself. But I know deep down inside, he had this constant, constant battle with self-esteem. It's like he was one step away from complete failure. And I knew that I was the glue to keeping his body together. So sure enough, one year goes by. He's starting to believe in himself. He's getting strength. People are complimenting him. His self-esteem is going up. But he's like daily, he's accountable to me. He's talking to me five times a day, checking in with me, crunching numbers on his diet, on his workouts. And guess what ends up happening? I'm curious, man. You're like This okay. guy's getting fit and he's putting in work. And what happens? Uh, dude ended up taking a break for two weeks. Okay. Two weeks of not tracking his food and not reporting to me. And then another two weeks where he was ghosting me. It only goes up from there. <laughs> he was done. Yeah. He was done. I said, listen, I've got to let you go. You stopped following through with what you needed to do. I stopped becoming the coach that you went to for whatever reason. I don't know what was going on in his head. And guess what ended up happening? He went back to his old roots then. He went right back to his old roots. And he was just as fat as he was before. And it happens all the time because he never saw himself as a 9 or 10 out of 10. Deep down, we never dealt with those deep-seated issues. You know what it was? He could never impress his dad. He was never enough for his father, and his father didn't see him as much, and he believed it. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. I know a big thing for uh, me growing up in soccer was my dad would see a game and I was a goal scorer. I would score a whole bunch of goals, uh, you know, one goal every other game. Uh, I had a slump and my dad would watch from the field if he wasn't uh, off at the bars drinking. And I'm looking around for my dad. I see him and he sees the game. He sees that I didn't perform for a couple of days. Uh, he's yelling at me, just yelling at me. I'm in the back of the car. He's in the front driving. And he says, you know, you play like a ballerina. You're useless, garbage. You didn't do anything out there, yeah. right? Now, I can believe that. I can believe that or I can get pissed off about it, okay? So if I believe that and look for evidence to believe that, like, for example, um, one of the guys, we went up for a header and one of the guys actually uh, beat me to the ball. I was a little intimidated going up because the defender was a little bit bigger than me or um, I shied away from the ball and a chance to uh, strike the ball for whatever reason, then you start believing, hey, listen, maybe I am a, ball, a ballerina. Or you start looking at those moments where you were a success. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So um, what you focus on, you move towards. If you focus on the negative and you focus on all the times you fucked up. You're just going to sink down back there. Exactly. And that's, that's the case with this guy, I guess, then, right? Like, you know, he could have been focusing on, man, I've just achieved so much. I've got my body down to this. I'm going to keep going. But instead, you know, he went back to his roots. And that's what you're saying is when right. you go back to your roots, it's over with, right? So you look at reference legs with which to put the table on. 
Okay, the more reference legs saying that you've succeeded, you've done well, the stronger the table stands. Yeah, and it's a simple choice. You know, I have these all the time where it's like you have a you have a point in your head where it's like I can go the negative route and think about all the bad stuff, all the stuff in the past. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, I can go forward right now. Look at the stuff that's moving for me. And that's when you become a 10 out of 10 and you start moving, you start making like action plays, right? Well, it's amazing. The brain uh, answers its own questions. So if you say something like this. I saw a TikTok about this the other day, actually. Okay. So you say, why am I such a dummy? You fail the test. Why am I such a dummy? Well, your brain's going to recount. Well, I was a dummy because I remember when I failed this test and I remember when I uh, stumbled through a uh, presentation, you start looking for evidence. Yep. But if you ask the right questions, chances are you're going to get the answers you need. Exactly. So how do you overcome you? How do you overcome your doubts? How do you overcome your fears? Number one, stop beating yourself up. Simple as that. Stop beating yourself up. Nobody cares to hear about your fuck ups. Nobody. No. And the worst one to hear about is yourself. When you just replay it over and over in your head, you beat yeah. yourself up. It's useless. And so many people do that. So instead, do yourself a favor and make a list of all the accomplishments that you've had, small or big. And you're going to realize you've actually probably done some pretty amazing things in your life. Probably done something. You know some, what I mean? Something. And you got to go with that. If that's all you've got, you got to go with it. Exactly. Number two, stop making stories about why you can't make it. Okay. Stuff like my dad's an alcoholic. I'm too skinny. We're broke. I'm not smart enough. Yeah. I don't have a car. By the way, that was me. Yeah. Those were the things I said about me. I think that's the funniest one because, you know, at the end of the day, you can say that you could have said, yeah, I had injuries. I didn't make it. Or like you said, you know, all these excuses at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody's going to listen. The only time they're going to listen is if you tell those stories once you've been successful. So you get successful, you tell those stories, everyone goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, this yeah. guy's a beast. This guy made it happen. But other than that, you know, if you're a failure and you blame it on this stuff, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, but here's the thing. And you know why they do it. Our listeners know exactly why they do it. Yeah. They do it because it gives them a ticket out. It's a, it's a defense mechanism at of that course, point. Of course. I wasn't supposed to succeed. Okay. If they drop all of their excuses and they go out with a leap of faith and try to do something, and they fail, that's such a damaging uh, hit to the self-esteem that they don't want to ever encounter that. But if they had a back door out, it's a lot easier. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you put your pressure on yourself to say, I will succeed, I will do this, if you fall short of that, it's still gonna be somewhat of a success. You know what I mean? You're still gonna make success in some areas. And you gotta be willing to accept that too. Exactly. Uh, number three, how do you overcome you? This is a little bit interesting. I would talk to the smartest, most strategic, most successful person who will give me the time of day. Okay. For some people out there who are a little bit younger, that might be a, uh, a university professor because they kind of have to listen. So you knock on, knock on the door. Hey, listen, Dr. Class, and I loved your lecture. Uh, I'm learning from you every class. I need to talk to you. Can I have like 10 minutes of your time? What is he going to say? No? Yeah, for sure. You're going to say yes. All right. Let's say you want to succeed in business and you go to the most successful person in your town and you say, listen, I'd love to buy dinner for you and sit down with you and have a conversation with you. Chances are, if you're humble enough, 
and sincere enough, the guy's going to say, hey, listen, I don't have time for dinner, but let's talk for 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely. Yes or no? 100%. Unless he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, and some guys are. But, some you know, guys are. I mean, so you ask the next, next most successful yeah. guy. You can't be afraid to you know, just ask the question and make it happen. And then here's what happens. This is the question you ask them. This is worth writing down. What would you do if you were me and this is what I wanted? Gotcha. What would you do, Mr. Successful, if you were me and here's my situation and this is what I wanted? And I guarantee you, if he was successful in an area, he'd lay out six or seven points. You need to do this, 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 and this. Then you go to the next guy, the next most successful person and say, hey, listen, I know you don't have a lot of time. All I need is 10 minutes. I got a question. I respect you so much. Can I have 10 minutes of your time? Chances are that guy, unless he's a fucking asshole and says, get the fuck out of here. I don't have time for you. He's going to say, go ahead, kid. I got five minutes. What would you do? If you were me and this is what I wanted, they're and then gonna, you compare notes, you something. and you compare you notes, yeah, right? Sure. And you'll notice there's a common theme with successful people, right? And then the next thing, if you have the guts, is thank you so much. I respect you so much, and that advice was wicked. Can I check in with you once in a while? And the guy's like, um, some guys might not have the time of day <laughs> for you. I know there's some guys that have actually reached out to me for their help and stuff like that because they realized I could maybe get them to that level, and you know. They're like, I'm going to check in with you. Even if I never ask, sometimes they don't even tell me and they just check in with me. And, you know, okay. Do you give them the time of day? I do sometimes. Yeah. If I see them, you know, working hard, grinding it out, humble, they want to go, they want to get better and they have some questions for me. I don't mind taking it out of my day. And that's most successful people. They'll be willing to most successful people actually do. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that was number four. Ask, can I check in with you once a week, once a month, once a day, <laughs> you might be stretching it. Right. And then you do this. Number five, do what he says. What ends up happening is you're going to get the little wins. And the little wins add up. You begin seeing yourself as a six out of ten instead of a four out of ten. And then you get some more little wins and some losses. You get some compliments on your success. And now all of a sudden you see yourself as a seven out of ten. Your belief gets bigger. And then you move to an eight out of ten because you're getting those small wins. You check in with your guy, your mentor, and your mentor says, dude, you're nailing it. Awesome. Good stuff. Keep going. I want you to change gears a little bit. Try this. Guy goes out into the field and guess what ends up happening? He starts having more success. He's like, okay, my confidence is growing. All right. That's how you grow. For sure. Remember what I said? If you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. So the goal here is this. Whether you think you can or you can't, get that out of your mind and say, listen, what I am willing to work towards is constant improvement. I want to get better. And the better you get, you know, the little wins you keep stacking on, you know, the more that score goes up. You're not going to be an immediate 10 out of 10 or think of yourself as a 9 out of 10. But those little wins, those little check-ins, you know, the little meetings with those successful guys, you're going to start boosting that confidence up. You're going to start boosting your game up and you're going to slowly realize, man, maybe I can. And then oh, I, I think I can. And then eventually you're like, I'm going to do this. I can do this, right? So, Oh, yeah, exactly. If you think that you have, um, if you're expecting big success without putting in the work, that's delusion. Oh, no, man. It's there's not no going to happen. There's no way. You have to and put we've been realizing you know, this the past few days. You know, there's no, there's no success with a lot of work, a lot of hard work. Oh, yeah. Um, here's some great advice I got. I believe this is from Tony Robbins. People overestimate what they can do in five years. People underestimate what they can do in a lifetime. 
So here I was, I was uh, 23 years old, 23, 24 years old. And I remember uh, thinking the craziest stuff. My confidence started growing and I actually believed that I was going to be you know, like $50 million and I'd fly in a helicopter. I'd have my own helicopter. Um, I'd have two sports cars. You know, one of them would be a Lamborghini and I'd have that by the time I was 35. Yep. Okay. Uh, like completely delusional. By the time I was 30, I had a small starter home, one car. I traveled 6 a.m. to get to work for nine. All right. Um, bare basics shopping wise i didn't take trips i had headaches every day i wasn't drinking enough water and the travel from 6 a.m to 9 was busting my balls i was exhausted um at 30 i'd have chocolate ice cream with peanut butter in it every friggin night yeah as an escape gotcha and remember you showed me that picture of me fat I know. I was just thinking about it in my head. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, it was the one time in my life I was. It was I, weird. I was, it was I not, wasn't fat. Okay. I wasn't fat. At least I, you know what? I was fat. You're a little chunky. I was a little chunky. But yeah, it's just weird seeing you like that because I've never seen you like that in my Ever. life. I've never seen you like Ever. that. Ever. You've always been, you know, jacked up these. And then I saw that picture. I'm like, yo, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know it was me. No, exactly. Well, here's the thing. You saw that when I was 30 years old. Guess how old you were when I was, I was young. 30. You were like two months old. Yeah, two months old. Okay, so I got I got heavy. And again, I overestimated what I thought I could do. And I realized I did jack shit. Okay. And then you take a look. People underestimate what they can do in a lifetime. So here I was, you know, a little less than 20 years later. Okay, I'm living the life of my dreams. I'm re I was retired before 50. I've got a beautiful big house in a gated community. Um, I've got wealth. I've got time. I've got uh, my dream wife. I've, my kids are doing great. I do whatever the fuck I want. I go to the beach anytime I want. Uh, I can take trips anywhere I want, that kind of stuff. Bottom line is, I never thought that was possible. Now, if you asked me, like my current lifestyle, back when I was 25, you know what I would have said? You don't, you don't think it's possible. I would have said, my current lifestyle? I would have said, that's fucking garbage. I can do way better than that. Yeah. I actually would have said that because I expected the helicopter and the jet style, you know, the jet flying limousine riding lifestyle. Okay. For whatever reason, I didn't pay my dues, but you know what ended up happening? It was age 25 on. It was constant, never ending improvement, yeah. especially after that ice cream. Uh, <laughs> all right. I started saying, let me just read some more books. Let me hang around with more successful people. Let me take some actions. Let me uh, form some habits. I started doing that. So I developed a plan. I got consistent. I aimed for daily improvement. I adopted this positive mindset. Okay. And shit started happening for me. Yeah. Almost right away. Correct. It was right away. Yeah. It was right away. Uh, and then the way you accelerate that. So here's what people don't understand. Having that plan, having that consistency, that daily improvement, the positive mindset, anyone can adopt that and they can make progress. So how do you accelerate that? Everyone wants to know, how do I speed this process up? Okay. So number one is accountability. And is right. it with yourself? You know, we've had a few podcasts bullshit. where it's like. Bullshit. There's no accountability to yourself. Exactly. That's the biggest bullshit. So who so you are you accountable the, to? You get the giant whiteboard and you check off if you've worked out or not. That's so bullshit. You will stop after seven days. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're uh, Goggins. Okay. Goggins, who was fat as fuck. And all of a sudden, something clicked where he said, I'm so fucking sick and tired of what I am and who I am. And now he's just a freak of nature. All right. Now he's out there to prove 
everybody wrong. Okay. And he's starting to make money out of it too. So that's the ultimate motivation. And I bet you he did have somebody he was accountable to. Okay. So get accountable to somebody. The, the person you respect the most, a coach that you respect the most. And when you put money on the line to pay for that coaching. Oh, for sure. Okay. Gonna... And you trust that person and that person is giving you genuine diamond advice. Well, guess what's going to happen? Now you're accountable. You're locked in. So you need that accountability with a mentor. And then there's a willingness to learn, to listen, to take risks, to be vulnerable, to be transparent. Yeah. And those to, three things, the risk, the vulnerability and the transparency is where you lose these guys because oh, yeah. nobody wants to take a fucking risk for themselves because they're scared. Nobody wants to be transparent. Nobody wants to hear no, the truth. No, no. They right? tell you what you want to hear. Exactly. They don't, and I say, come on, guy. Come on. Tell me the shit. Tell me the dirt. I want to know the dirt because when you are in your deepest, darkest places and you're fucking up, that's when I need to know. Exactly. Because we got to figure out what triggers and you. That's what's going to make changes. Exactly. I've had a few talks with you in you know in the past few weeks, and it's like, tell me what I want. It to, don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me the real shit. Because when you tell them the real shit, it's like, fuck, it hurts. Like you're right. I'm not going to take all of it in, but I'm going to be like, damn, there's some things that I actually need to change. Instead, you or you can ask someone who's like, oh, Matt, you're so good, you're so good, and pet you on the head. Like, no. Well, how know? many people have stroked your ego? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Like you've you've got a huge, huge, massive future ahead okay i really believe that uh like guys you want to link up with matt because he is dominant as a 20 year old okay i remember me as a 20 year old i thought i'd take on the world and i, and I see you and I, like, I truly have a lot of respect for what you're doing and who you've become and that kind of stuff you've done a great job matt you surround yourself with some very very good people and and you own your shit but we did have a conversation a couple of weeks ago and i was tough with you and I said to my wife, I said, I'm going to give this guy the bare bones facts. And you kind of had a smile on your face and you kind of chuckled, but I know it hurt a little bit. Yeah. You know, you got, you got guys that are 20 years old, 25, 30 with the biggest fucking egos around. And you know, you were the one that told me, you know, let's just get deep into this podcast. You were the one that told me who said when I was 30, when I was 25, I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew it all. I was and a fucking monster at age 20. I didn't listen to anybody. Okay. But was that, was that beneficial? It was horrible. Okay, right. So I, I think I'm the best. I think I know everything, but I have that difference where I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to take what you give me, what other people give me, the negative stuff, and then use it to my advantage, right? So you gave me some pointers. You gave me some rude pointers, but I'm like, you know, he's right. I, I gave you the facts. This. Exactly. I gave you the facts and I know it hurt. And I know as a defense mechanism, you had this smile, you had this chuckle on my face, like, fuck you, you're right. And then all of a sudden over the next two weeks, I saw you, never mind 10x, like no. friggin' 50x. We probably, we probably complete 60x focus. the business in, in four days. I, I could not believe what I saw, the transformation. Yeah. I'm looking at Renata going, holy fuck. Like I've ignited something in this guy where he already took a level of success and now it's through the roof. Yeah. Okay. And I got to tell you, that's the point I'm trying to make with so many people. I'll get into a Zoom call and I know you'll get into a Zoom call with, and they won't even turn on their uh, video. Yeah, that's that's the that's the point to you fuckers listening right now. You need to be real with yourself, man. Are you guys going to be willing to, you know, take the risk, first of all, to actually have a conversation with somebody like me, you know, Tom, anybody who's more successful than you? And the other thing, you guys, you need to fucking listen up is are you guys going to be able to hear 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 us out? Are you guys going to be able to get real with yourselves and say, I'm not where I'm at, 
I need to be better. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is the way I take it. I got a guy who actually has the guts to have a one-to-one -one conversation with me. Good. Okay. And I see this guy and I go, you know what? Because I can read them right away. This guy sees himself as a five out of 10. Now, here's the thing. I see my ability as 11 out of 10. Yep. 11 plus 5 equals 16 out of 20 is 80%. Okay, so we're running at an 80%. Now, if I start dominating the charge and give this guy a plan and the guy says, it's actually workable, if and I meet up, him at his needs, yeah. I meet him at his needs. So I don't give him 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 activity levels. I give him 6 out of 10 activity levels where I say, let's take some small steps. And he starts building his confidence. Then all of a sudden, because I believe in me. I know I can turn around anybody, Exactly. anybody. Okay. So I meet this guy halfway, more than halfway. I drag his ass halfway with small wins. He starts believing. He starts seeing the success. But the point is you got to be willing to have that conversation. You got to be willing to have the conversation of, you know what? What does it take? And the guy because I don't, because I don't believe in myself. What does it take with a guy who has been fucking up all his life? Yeah, and the guys that have that conversation, bottom line, 100%, they're the ones that make changes. Yes. And quickly, too. As long as they're unreasonably reasonable. So what does that mean? It means they need to be reasonable with their expectations, but a little bit over the top. Because they got to be excited about what they want to achieve. Yeah. Okay. So if you think you're going to the NBA and you're five foot seven and you're not a very good basketball player, you're just delusional. And a coach has to say, you're not going anywhere. Okay. Like, don't expect you that. can go places, though. You right? could go places. You could go, you places. Could go places. I've seen guys but five. You're, yeah. But you're not going to go. And you know what I'm talking yeah, about. There, there's guys who are five foot seven who are just speed demons, great on defense, and they can become role players on a basketball team. 100%. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But you got to be somewhat reasonable, but at the same time, have a big enough goal that it gets you excited when you wake up. So I got a guy, let's say, who says, um, I'm, I'm fat. I'm not very uh, in shape. And I tell him, listen, we, our goal is to lose four pounds this month. He's not going to get excited about that. No. So I'm going to tell him, listen, I think you can get a six pack. But for me to say, you know, that's a little bit unreasonable because he's never seen a six pack. Exactly. Other than a case of beer. Okay. He's never seen a six pack. So it is unreasonable, but here's the thing. Do I think it can happen over the course of six months, eight months, a year? Yes. hundred percent. Okay. I will never steer somebody the wrong way. I know it's going to be a monumental effort, but it is possible. Right. And the moment he says, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. It might take a year, maybe, maybe never, but you're not telling me three months. Then the guy gets excited because now he's got hope and hope's a pretty powerful thing. Hope backed by action and a game plan and accountability. Success, man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. And then you overcome the deep down, I may not have what it takes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.